Hi everyone, this is Jingjing. Hi everyone, this is Yajun. Thank you for listening to our latest episode of a Woman Podcast. Today is our great pleasure to have Lisa Wei with us, who is the founder of a Debaters Network in Beijing. Lisa, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Yajun. Thank you, Jingjing. Yeah, please give us a, a brief introduction about yourself and the, the mm-hmm. Debaters Network. Sure, sure. Um, my pleasure. Um, so thanks for the introduction. My name is Lisa. Um, and um, so I currently work in Beijing as a business analyst in a tech firm. Um, and in my part time, I've been running this nonprofit organization called Debaters Network, um, as Yadun just mentioned. Um, so the purpose of this network, of this organization, is we want to bring um, English debaters, well, debaters who debate in English in China together um, to help them bridge them with more opportunities, um, both in terms of debating, um, also in terms of their personal development. Mm-hmm. Um, so we cover a lot of things, you know, including offline activities like debaters, um, like debating training, um, debating tournaments, and even some career training if debaters want to, um, you know, exit for career opportunities. Um, so that's pretty much what we do. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about your your tournament? To be honest, I went to one of your tournaments, mm. and it it was really amazing. I mean, everyone there were Chinese native language speaker, mm-hmm. but everyone debated in English, mm-hmm. and a lot of the debaters they were like even high school students, and talking about really uh, big topic mm-hmm. with you know, a lot of great argument. I was really, really impressed. Mm. Can you explain a little bit about your... Uh, yes, sure. Um, the first of all, uh, I want to thank Yajun for <laughs> joining, dropping by our event as a guest speaker to um, brave all, of, the, all of the debaters <laughs> <laughs> on career opportunities. Um, so the biggest tournament we have convened over this years is called Beijing Women's Debate Challenge. Um, so we do this on the purpose of uh, spreading uh, critical thinking among Chinese people, especially uh, girls, because mm-hmm. um, we thought, you know, debating is a very good opportunity for you to talk about a range of um, very, let's say, um, very different a, a range of topics that you wouldn't be thinking about in your daily life. Right. Um, and we thought like a, a lot of topics we cover in debate, for example, feminist, um, are a great starter for girls to start thinking about those things. Um, and um, so just in terms of the tournament, it's a two-day tournament with around uh, 100 participants in total uh, who come and debate. Mm. Uh, so participants come from a diverse backgrounds. You know, some are university students, some are high school students that Yadu mentioned. And I think there's even some participants who are like a mom and who, who brought her daughter oh, really? <laughs> in the tournament. Yes, it was really interesting. Wow. Um, so they came together and, and they, um, we, we assigned them with debate motions that they would discuss. We'll assign them a site. For each debate motion, they have about uh, 15 minutes to prepare mm. um, and start the debating. Um, and we will then select the four best teams to present on a grand final debate motion where they, um, like the four excellent teams debate on one motion and the rest of us can um, you know, be audience and, and, and watch. Um, and of course, all the motions will be about women, so it will be about um, feminism, stuff like that. So it will, will serve the purpose of spreading um, women's rights topics uh, among Chinese audience. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's really, really great work. Um, so 
can you share a little bit, you know, um, for example, like for this year's tournament, any interesting topic or mm. any uh, candidate who did, did a really good job? Mm. Okay. Huh. Um, one debate topic I want to talk about is the grand final debate motion of Beijing Women's Debate Challenge for this year, which is about um, the concept of leftover women in China. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so the motion is about, do we like the framing? Do we like the concept of leftover woman at all? Mm. Um, so one side, you'll be talking about how, you know, the leftover woman concept is a great thing uh, because it brings people's attention into this. You now people mm. start to discuss this as a social phenomenon, whether it's good or bad. And in fact, because of this framing, although it doesn't sound that good, right? <laughs> and, and then pe people, like a lot of people from overseas, they start to get to know, you know, there's such a bunch of great Chinese women who are mm. doing so great in their life and because of the society's um, you know, stereotypes they couldn't uh, live up to the, the best of their lives mm. um, and then the the, pr the concept people will be talking about how you know it's itself it's a discrimination how it brings trauma it like it by strengthening the concept mm -mm -mm. Uh, yeah so it, it's it's up to the debaters to interpret but uh, we thought that would be an interesting motion uh, for the audience to watch too Sorry, and then for those who don't know what leftover women means, for our audience, knowledge is, is a term that's coined by some people in China called women that's over 30 years old or even 28 years old are still single, the leftover women, which is a term that has been quite controversial um, and also be widely criticized in the past years because that give the pressure to women and then put women on the stigma if they're not married by the age of 28 or over 30, then they should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, normally when I hear this term, I would think it's a negative term. But yeah, for yeah, your yeah. tournament, you have to, you, well, one side have to defend it. Yeah, yeah. How did they do? Did, did, did they do a good job? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, the, 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 I think that the side that says it's a good thing actually mm. kind of won the tournament. Well, I, I can't oh, remember really? clearly, but it was a really good debate. They were talking about how the framing itself triggered so much discussion. And over mm -hmm. the years, people started to recognize, oh, this is not necessarily the bad thing to think about women. Mm -hmm. So it's all about, you know, naming it and then triggers the public <laughs> discourse. Fascinating. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, so how many years have, have you guys doing this? Is it anything, any event? Yeah, it's an annual event. We've, we've been running it for two years. Um, yeah, but, but, but there are like, there are many, many debate tournaments across China, across Asia, even, even, even across world, apparently. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, this tournament is relatively new for only two years. And it is the only uh, women's focused debating tournament in China that we only talk about women's, um, uh, women's issues. Yeah, why and how did you found this tournament? Good question. <laughs> uh, so uh, basically, women's theme tournament has been a thing globally for many years. Mm. Um, so I myself, uh, when I was studying in the United Kingdom, um, so I was debating there too. Um, oh. I was participating in debating tournaments when I was in uh, UK too. So I participated several uh, women's themed debating tournaments there. I went to Oxford Women's um, Oxford Women's Open. So it's Oxford's uh, Oxford Union self-organized women's debating events. Um, so I think that the purpose of these events is where um, English deba debating has long been a very um, say prestigious. 
sort of students' activity, uh, mostly among male students, because mm-hmm. uh, especially in the West is where you know people who become lawyers, people who become politicians afterwards. Uh, so many men are doing extremely great in there, and women are doing.、Um, I'd say in in a couple of decades ago, it wasn't wasn't that great, right?、Mm-hmm. So those tournaments were created to、uh, increase and encourage、uh, female participation in the debating circuit.、Uh, so I did that in UK. And then, interestingly, in two thousand and seventeen,、uh, one of my really good friends and I, I met her in debating too.、Um, she's Indian, so she founded Indian Women's Debating Championship in、mm-hmm. India,、uh, and then she invi- invited me as an adjudicator there.、Um, so it was a really, really fascinating experience, espe- especially when it contrasts to the experience I had in UK. Because you know, like when British women are really independent, they do really well in debating,、um, and then the, they're they're pushing for something that you know, like stronger political participation and stuff like that. It really stunned me how in India it's very different.、Um, so? so so far as I know, you know,、um, my friends were saying how it's even difficult for some female debaters to participate there. Uh, English debating club in their university, because sometimes、uh, guys will be like, "Oh, hey, we don't want to team up with women,"、um, and sometimes、wow. the university does not want to allocate funding for women to、uh, participate in international tournaments. So with those, my friend decided、um, that oh, might as well unite all the women debaters across India,、um, and then she also got some、uh, sponsorship money from the company she works.、Um, so it's it's really really impactful. Um, mm-hmm. So after I participated that, I came back to China and be like, oh, you know,、um, why don't we do something similar?、Um, and there it goes. Wow! So that's really amazing. You founded the, this tournament、um, and also debaters network. Have you seen any difference between,、mm-hmm. uh, say, the debate in China、um, with the debate you participated in?、Uh, In UK、mm. and the one that you observed in India,、oh. I, I guess in China we are more open. Women、mm. has more rights, relatively. Yeah, yeah. Compared to India, yeah, course, yeah,、yes. for, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly.、Mm. Uh, any major difference? Uh, uh, okay. I'd say、um, first of all is of course the language.、Mm. Um, so I'd say most people who participated in debating in UK are those people who are genuinely interested in politics,、mm. uh, who are genuinely interested in social topics. Uh, who really want to become, say, consultants or become, you know, lawyers in the future? A lot of,、um, you know,、uh, English debating clubs in university in UK are officially sponsored by those prestigious law firms and consulting、mm-hmm. firms, even. Um, so it's a really well-established activity among the entire society that it's a very intelligent activity.、Um, I think in India it's somewhat similar, um, because you know it's still an English-speaking country. It was like, um. Some sort of British influence,、um, mm, I think. Mm, mm, mm.、Um, but but in, when it comes to China, I think most people, well, so far as I observed,、uh, most people came to the tournament because they want to practice oral English,、uh, oh, and they、I、saw、see. this. <laughs> yeah,、see. they saw this as a means of you know improving their English. Only later they found out, oh, you know, it, it can improve my thinking too.、Mm. Um, so it, then that difference decides the initial audience, initial participants of debating. So that's why a very interesting phenomenon in China is that most participants are actually women,、um, because you know there are more women who study language、uh, compared to men.、Um, so I guess China is the 
one of the, the very few. In fact, it's probably the only country in the world where we have stronger female uh, participation compared to men. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, and also, you know, I wanted to ask why English debating. To me, I feel I feel debating is already very very challenging because you need to think and then you need to deliver a speech while you're thinking, and also you're not. Doing anything that's a prepared speech that you need to think on the spot of what your opponent says and then form your speech and deliver it. So it's a it's a very challenging sort of process, a thinking process, and it's already quite difficult to do it in Chinese, let alone to do it in English. Why English? Hmm. I think for me, I. Conclude that there are three main reasons why I would go for English. <laughs> I would encourage other people to go for English too.、Uh, so the first one is,、um, I guess,、uh, the, both Yadu and Jingyi have a basic understandings of how debating tournaments are like in in Chinese language.、Um, so I'd say you know the topics are very different.、Mm-hmm. Um, so so far as I observe, you know, topics in Chinese debating they talk about things that are very that are not that practical,、um, like not that impactful to real life. You know,、mm-hmm. I I think they 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 some classic Chinese debating motions include oh, do you believe in love at the first sight?、Um, right.、Yeah. So you know, like it's it's about people showing their beautiful language. Um, you know that they're really someone who can pull out some really fancy sentences.、Mm-hmm. Well, I'm、What、not、poems. trying to be mean, but of course that that's really nice because you you still need those you need those skills a lot apparently.、Um, but I guess in English debating, it's less about the manner. Um, sometimes you can speak in a very ugly manner, but you, you might still be able to win the tournaments. I'm just saying,、um, but it's more about the contents that you're saying and the topics we're debating are more on, you know,、um, just on on politics, on you know,、uh, say Middle East, on、uh, American immigration policy.、Um, it really get to know a lot more about the world. Uh, compared to、um, only focusing on Chinese language and what's going on in Chinese culture, it's a lot more broad、um, in terms of topics and the range of understandings t- towards the world.、Um, and the second will be, I think, you know,、uh, the, the English language debating kind of consists of、um, the thinking in a <laughs> sort of like a English way too.、Um, you know, I I think both you guys would understand because you speak both really good Chinese and English. You would kind of notice that. In different language, there's a different way of thinking attached to it.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not gonna explain too too much in details in that, but I think you know English language thinking is pretty cool.、Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's just different. I'm not saying anything is better, but、mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's it's very different, and you you want to experience、um, very differently. I'd say in different contexts,、mm-hmm. different language works better, and I like、uh, English used in debating. And and thirdly will be、um, I really like the fact that English debating you get to experience you get to、uh, you get to be exposed with the most diverse audience because、uh, if you debate in Chinese you only get to debate with Chinese speaking people、mm-hmm. um, but but if you、uh, debate in English you know I have participated debating tournaments across the world I I've been going to、um, I guess twenty thirty different countries for debating tournaments. And it's just really interesting, you know. I've been to Russia for debating, debating with Russian、uh, students.、Uh, I've been to Istanbul for debating, debating with Turkey's students from Turkey.、Um, so it's really, really diverse because English is something that everyone,、um, students from across the world, will be able to speak. So yeah. Wow. You can kind of cut what I said. It's a little bit too long, but no, no, no. It's not too long. Actually, <laughs> actually, I want to go even deeper、mm-hmm. on what you mentioned. That I think it's very interesting.、Mm-hmm. So when We speak certain language. When、mm. we、uh, try to think in certain way, the the logic is very different.、Mm. 
I, it took me a, a long time to uh, adjust my mm-hmm. thinking and the way of speaking when I speak a different language too,、mm-hmm. and also realize that when I speak English, I should focus more. Uh, try to adapt to the, to the English way. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. even today, my my husband still laughs at me when I speak <laughs>、really? to him because for a long time I followed the Chinese way. When I tell story, I want to tell the story from the beginning,、mm-hmm. which will take twenty minutes to do. <laughs> <laughs> That drives him mad, and so <laughs> so with his training right now, I learned that if I want to speak to him and tell、mm-hmm. him something, I have to give him the result first,、oh, yeah, and then explain yeah, yeah. the background. Which is super helpful for、right. my profession. Right, right. Yeah, right. because when we try to give a suggestion、mm-hmm. to clients, we need to tell them exactly first, you know, what our suggestion is. Yeah. And then give our background thinking,、mm-hmm. our rationale, all of that.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is really helpful. You know, look, use different language to speak. Use use different language to to think. Yeah. Again, yeah. and see, I'm I'm not trying to say which way of thinking is better, yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, just yeah, saying、exactly. it gives you very different perspectives and yeah, angles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah, I actually have some really、uh, fun example. I'm not sure if it's relevant, but、um, I think speaking of language that is attached with very strong cultural influence, I'd say Japanese is a very distinct example. <laughs>、um, no, because I've had some really good Japanese friends, and、mm-hmm. I realize you know sometimes it's really not about the language. They speak really good. English sometimes、mm-hmm. some of them speak really good English, but I've noticed this thing that if I hang out with two Japanese friends and then I'm the only Chinese person,、um, the two Japanese people when they speak to me they speak really good English, but the, when they speak to each other,、um, they have to speak Japanese, and then when they speak Japanese. It turns out that it's a very different person speaking there. <laughs> I noticed that too. I noticed that not. I feel like not only Japanese.、Uh, I feel like a lot of people around me. Yeah.、Um, for example, like a lot of foreigners. Yeah. Not yeah, a lot.、Yeah. Some foreigners. Some foreign、mm-hmm. friends I have. You know, when they speak their own language,、mm-hmm. it's one personality. But when yeah, they speak yeah, Chinese, yeah. it's totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They suddenly become softer, <laughs> more gentle. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels that way. Oh, I have a really funny story to tell.、Uh, I have this middle school friend. So、mm-hmm. she, uh, he he studied in the states for、mm-hmm. um, quite a few years, and then the other time、um, the, she she dropped by in Beijing, we had a drink.、Um, so we've been talking in Chinese, and she, he's always been that you know really really shy, really modest boy, really nice to people.、Uh, and then the other friend just joined the table, and he's Canadian, so he speaks English. And then my friend goes, "Oh, time to switch in English."、Uh-huh. And then he suddenly speaks like a completely different person. He's like a, somebody from the hood in LA. So he speaks in this very,、um, you know, like I, I don't understand so much about that that culture, but it's like、mm-hmm. a like a hip hop man something. Oh really?、So、it's very different, completely different personality. Not modest anymore. Not shy anymore. <laughs> very yeah,、uh, funny. yeah, very different. Yeah. One thing I noticed when、mm-hmm. I um,、uh, it's it's. Very interesting that I can only curse in、mm-hmm. English. I cannot curse、oh. in Chinese. Alright. <laughs>、oh, yeah, I I just cannot say you know TMD in Chinese. <laughs> but I have no problem speaking like saying like F word,、uh, S word. You、mm. know, <laughs> I curse so flu- fluent. It really scared our grandma in law. Oh my. Yeah.、God. So I feel really bad for the eighty year old. <laughs> Oh, the lady, because you know, see this Chinese girl just curse with a lot of F word in front of her. 
I think it's always easier to curse in a second language because you, you, I feel like you just don't feel it means that much. And also, I feel, I feel like um, it's more common for people um, in normal life swear and also using swear words even as an adjective to illustrate how happy or angry or depressed or, or, or upset that this person is. Whereas for Chinese, in Chinese language context that we associate with swearing to a certain type of people in a certain type of um, situation uh, it's not very widely used, I would say. For example, you would say, oh, this is something, you can cut this out later. Like, this is so fucking good, right? But it's actually not a really swear word. It's, it becomes like an adjective. But if you say like, and then it kind of like <laughs> have a completely different feeling to it. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, well, I wanted to. We should keep it. We shouldn't cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you said that, it's oh. awesome. Oh, it's really nice. I mean, for all this time, I hear Jing Jing swear in Chinese. That's that's really cool. I did. I did. <laughs> I, I wanted to come back. I wanted to come back to the debate topic. What well, I was wanted to ask you this, Lisa. We grew up in a in a way where Chinese students have always been asked to um, obey the orders and then and then to learn and believe what's been written on the textbook. And I think depending on um, your teacher and depending on your uh, education, I, I would say you were a lot of. Chinese students brought up not getting used to the idea of critical thinking or challenging. Very different from debating, where the essence of it is to challenge and also to, to use critical thinking, independent thinking, generate your thoughts around a particular issue. How do you see the de debates help you to develop your critical thinking? And how did you even discover that this is something that you wanted to do? Because challenge people in speech is actually not a very natural thing for Chinese people to do. Hmm. Even when I was young, I've always been a very rebellious type of person. Uh, I just never had the weapon to, you know, formally formalize my identity as a rebellion. <laughs> or that's how people see me as a rebellion because I'm probably the only person that, oh, you know, I, I want to do this. There's no reason I'm not going to obey this with was without any any reason and so like i used to be kind of ashamed of it like my mom always tell me oh my god like why can't you just be like other other girls and boys that listen to your mom or teacher right um it used to be something that i'm kind of ashamed of um but but then um when i uh, when i when i entered college um, so I, I did uh, university in Beijing Language and Culture University where I studied language. Um, so it's like a natural thing for me to engage in some other English speaking activities. Um, so uh, I was a volunteer. I was recruited as a volunteer uh, to one of the debating tournaments that was convened in my school. It's called China British Parliamentary Debating Championship. So I was legit just like a random volunteer in the tournament. I pick people up from the airport. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and <laughs> so and then we, by that chance, I observed several uh, debate runs uh, just standing there. Um, then I, it, was, it really stunned me because... Just, just, just because of how intelligent people look and how intelligent people sound and how incredible the evidence they use to support their argument. I'm like, wow, you know, I've never seen anyone with that. That you know, they could they could easily pull out examples from Middle East. They could easily mm -hmm. pull out examples from Israel. That's crazy. Um, 
there's quite a few debaters in, on the stage. They are uh, foreigners. They're they aren't even Chinese. I think they're Singaporeans in Beijing. Um, yes, uh, and there's this Chinese girl that really stumped me because I think she looks really Chinese. She she's studying in a Chinese university too, and then she's just really brave. She's like standing up against any single argument that is coming from the opposite side. She looks even a little bit rude from a conventional standard, but I think her figure just really stumped me on how you know how confident a woman can look. Mm. Um, and how smart she can look at the same time. So to me, that was just crazy. You know, she's just not a random yelling woman. That's you know, people are like, oh my god, why are you yelling without any reason?、Mm. The women who are yelling with good reasons, it's so confident and beautiful. <laughs> it really stumped me. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm really gonna work on this. <laughs> and then you find your weapon. Yeah, let's <laughs> not say weapons, but it, no, it really helped. <laughs> and then, so do you have to read a lot? And how do you formalize your opinions and using all of the examples in your debate? Right.、Um, yeah. Basically, reading is is essential.、We'll、give you some examples. So the the format of debating I've been doing is called British parliamentary debating.、Um, it's really tough because you only get to be assigned、uh, with your a debate motion fifteen minutes before the round starts. Uh, which is really difficult because in a more conventional round, you have like a month to prepare. You can、mm. you know literally search up all the books you have,、uh, but British parliamentary, I think it's good because it doesn't. You don't have to be an all-rounded like well-rounded researcher.、Uh, you just have to be a say well-informed citizen with good debating and argument、um, building capacities. But of course, then the reading task is in daily life.、Mm. Um, so, for example, when I was debating in UK,、um, I realized the information barrier is if I don't know enough about British politics, I will basically be unable to engage with the jokes British debaters <laughs> provide、mm. when they are making a speech. So, I really just try to read a lot about,、um, you know, like all this politic politic commentary. In UK, I even watch like the TV debate among president candidates.、Um, Sorry, um, the、uh, prime minister candidates. Um, so I think over these years, I've had this habit that I'm always, um, no matter how busy I am, I will always try to keep myself informed on what's going on in the world. Um, you know, some classic like、uh, economics and stuff like that. You just have that one book, and you basically get average, um, you know, reasonably informed about what's going on, and that's a good thing. Yeah, Everything you you mentioned was like really really fabulous. <laughs> you know, you you trained your thinking. You traveled over twenty、uh, to to twenty or thirty countries to do debate. But I mean, as a Chinese native speaker,、mm-hmm. um, it must be really really difficult at the、mm-hmm. beginning. You know, to like like you mentioned that that girl you you saw was so confident.、Mm-hmm. You know, to be able to. Be somebody like her.、Mm-hmm. I mean, you have you, you got to be tried so hard. I mean,、yeah. I'm, I I spend like years, a decade to to make sure my English is improved to be、mm. in good enough to communicate other people. Right. I cannot even imagine how much you did to make sure you can debate in a foreign language.、Mm-hmm. You know, also with you know a lot of strong argument. Can you explain a little bit your Personal journey、mm, when you mm, become、mm. an English debater. Hmm. Yeah, that that was it. Was really tough. It was really really tough.、I、it was much、imagine. tougher than I imagined. Um. So I'd say 
you know, not not only it's it's a matter of language. I think later on you realize language is not that important compared、mm. to your thinking and your example. But I think you know, first of all, it was language. You know, when I was year one university, you know, my hometown's in Henan, and Henan is you know, like toughest education. The Henan is the is the province in China was the biggest was the uh how do you say that like the the biggest、I、amount of you. Yeah, it's the highest score. It's really difficult to to get into school. Yes, yes. Jing Jing knows it well. You know, someone from China. Of course, you would know it. Um, so I literally come from an environment that people don't really care about oral English. People don't really care about critical thinking. They simply don't have time because you really have to just gear up your test scores. Um, so apparently, you know, I can't speak English. Uh, well, at all, I was British Parliamentary. You have to give a seven-minute speech. At first, I can give like a one-minute speech,、uh, <laughs> in total. Um, so first is about English. Then I realized, you know, in debating tournaments, because you're so um, you are forced to speak more English. Because if you don't, you will look even dumber. <laughs>、uh, so, um, so at first, you know, you have to force yourself to keep speaking, and second, you、mm. force yourself to keep reading. Sometimes, you know, I've heard some other debaters they would even try to recite speeches、mm-hmm. uh, made by other better speakers just to improve their English. So first is in English,、um, and second, later on, you realize, you know, no matter how hard you try. Because I simply don't spend my first eighteen years、um, using English at all. I mean, there's a、um, there's a barrier. You know, at some point, I think my English is okay, but it's not improving so much as native speaker anymore. But then you realize it doesn't matter, because、um, it's really you know your way of thinking, the way you convey your logic.、Um, That matters, and you really have to have that confidence too.、Mm-hmm. Um, like especially when I started to debate in UK, it really challenged my confidence、um, because then I hear, you know, I I think sometimes me and some other British speakers, we basically had the same points, same arguments, but they made it sound so much like a thousand times better than I did, just because they have all this, you know, beautiful words words that I I don't even know what's that. Um, so then、um, I I think I I had a problem with my confidence at that time. I'm like I I can't even I I I don't even know how to socialize with them because I feel like I'm so inferior. Like I don't know how to say those、um, terms. It's really it's really embarrassing.、Um, but I guess I just never gave up. I just kept going to tournaments. I kept having those. Really、uh, f- bad feelings hitting on me, so I would keep reading more and improving more. And one day I realized,、um, I think there are several tournaments that I did really well. We actually、uh, we were the top four teams.、Um, as two Chinese girls, we were like、um, top four teams among all these other native speakers. Then I realized. Um, actually, people aren't so judgmental. People aren't judgmental at all. Actually, as long as you convey the idea that they can understand and they think it's actually making sense, it really doesn't matter what beautiful words you do.、Uh, you you're you're using. So then I realized, oh, we are just same type of people in the end. It's not like、mm. I'm automatically inferior if I speak、um, words like, like less beautiful language, stuff like that. So I think that confidence building is very important. So when you were beaten, <laughs> like like you imagine when you were beaten、mm-hmm. up over and over again, when、mm-hmm. you feel like you you don't have enough confidence、mm-hmm. to you know to to be as strong as your competitors、mm-hmm. or your peers, what what's the driving force? What, what's the force keep you going? So I think I'm a very like personally I'm a very goal oriented person.、Mm-hmm. So I've seen a role model and I've seen her in person.、Um, I think if I try hard enough, I'll eventually get there.、Mm-hmm. And I could, I I kind of believe in that theory is that it really doesn't matter when you fail. 
um, you just have to keep going and one day, you know, your good days will come. So I, I do personally believe in that. And not to mention that even on the fact that I fail, um, I mean, these are enough motivation to keep me studying, keep me reading up too. So even when I keep when I keep failing in tournaments, but I know in terms of knowledge, in terms of <laughs> some other things, I'm still gaining. Mm. Um, so that's on the upside. Um, yeah, I guess. Oh, and the other um, uh, the other thing I want to add is um, I think, in fact, debating English it requires a lot of confidence for you to socialize with other people too, um, especially you know coming from China, uh, you would kind of notice how, you know, Chinese people socialize in a very different way. You know, among Chinese people, we just sit down for a hot pot, um, we talk about things, we get really happy, and that's it. Uh, but but then when I went to tournaments um, aboard, I realized, you know, people socialize in a very different way. People, you know, they grab a drink together, they talk about things, you know, they, they, they talk about politics. Um, it's very different. So at first, you know, I really found that very difficult too. Uh, but gradually, when I realized uh, when I uh, interact with them more, I realize, you know, we are basically, they're, they're, they're normal human beings too. If they can do that, I can do that too. <laughs> so right, I guess yeah. that socialization, I, interactions I had with other debaters kind of made me think that oh, I'm not that different from them. Um, I just have to be more confident and speak up what I thought. Yeah. yeah, totally. I mean, it took me years to be, to be comfortable at mm. those kind of parties. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I remember my I went to the first party hosted by a lot of foreigners, mm. and back then I guess my, my English wasn't very good. Mm. So, and I also didn't know what to say to them. Yeah, you know, everyone was like holding a glass of wine and walking around the meeting with people. That was really really hard. Yeah, it took me years to overcome that uh, difficulties and and try to learn, you know, how to engage with strangers, mm -hmm. how to, you know, meet people in, in public. Mm. I also remember my terrifying year when, when I was a first year in, in the university in the UK. Even though that I've got like really high out score, it gave me a lot of confidence because I feel like, oh, my English is so good and I've learned English for years and I've got high score and now like I've, you know, go to, go to this university. And then I realized um, one day after school that we gather around with classmates and then they were all talking about stuff which I have no idea what they're talking about. And also they have very heavy heavy northern yorkshire accent because i studied in north yorkshire and i was like oh my god i feel like i don't even understand english and then later on i realized they're talking about the things that happen in their daily life they're talking about the show that they watched last night they talk, they're talking about the news and it's very very daily and you know if you're not having that context it's really difficult for you to understand also with the heavy accent i was like okay i need to blend in um, my English is not that great because my oral English is not be able to keep up with the pace of their speaking. So I was like, okay, so first thing I need to know what they're talking about. And then second of all, I, I need to improve my oral English. So the first thing I did was I went out and buy a TV. <laughs> so I start to watch all the channels and so like the next day, if they're talking about a show that they watched last night, I can just say that, oh, I watched that as well. And then that opens the opportunity for me to join the conversation. Because if you're not even know what they're talking about, you can't just stand there and listen. That would be really, really weird. So that was my, that was my embarrassing experience. 
No, that's not embarrassing at all. No, in fact, I think that's like a good methodology you should put up. You know, you should really um help inspire other people too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> back in the years, studying English was really really hard. I yeah, mean, yeah. We have a very much exam oriented、mm-hmm. uh, education system,、mm-hmm. right? So everything you do is based on it's to make your score looks better.、Mm-hmm. I I feel like before I went to college, I didn't have much time to、mm-hmm. what opportunity to really speak English. Right. We very much focus on you know、um, how to form a sentence. Mm-hmm. Or how to say useful things like "How are you? Fine, thank、mm-hmm. you, and you, and fine too." Yeah, to be honest, I I think it's really just about the confidence. I、mm-hmm. I don't think you know any of us. Well, in fact, a lot of other Chinese people. I'm sure their English are really awesome. You know,、mm-hmm. they they've been reading this really difficult things in text textbook. There's no way that their English isn't great. I think it's really the confidence level that is、uh, marking people. Um, so I think you know both me and Jing Jing we've talked about some things that you know I I I kept watching um British. Political、uh, commentaries, and Jenny was watching TV shows so that she can be, you know, culturally immersed enough to talk about things. I think it's really those things that kind of gradually geared up our confidence.、Mm. Then after you started to talk about those things with other people, you realize, oh, come on, is is not that difficult. In fact, like if I had a second chance, I probably don't need to work that hard to just be able to talk about. Like the same jokes as they do. I think right now it's really about be confident as who you are and speak whatever you have in mind.、Mm, um, right. And yeah, it's just as natural as that. So、um, you, you mentioned that you have、mm-hmm. been uh, participating mm-hmm. in uh, uh, in the debating、uh, activities, tournaments, and travel all over all over the world for that. Is there any、um, interesting experience that you observed before, <laughs> what you experienced before? Uh, um, you know, I I think in in China, well, we're a country with the limited right of、uh, in terms of freedom of speech. Um, debating is a little bit controversial in here. Um, but the fact that we're using English, it's a little is 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 like a shouter. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. something is shouting us. A layer of a protection. Yeah, and and the framing of English debating in China is always about you know nurturing、uh, the critical thinking ability among university students. And and helping them go global, practice their English stuff like that. So that that sounds okay,、um, but、um, so one interesting experience I've had is、uh, there's this、uh, tournament, this this international tournament we conveyed in Beijing actually. It's called Northeast Asian Debate Open. So it's a tournament. It's an annual tournament which has been run for almost twenty years. I think、um, the, every year it was conveyed in a different country. It's either Japan, Korea, or China.、Um, so that was the year it was conveyed in a Chinese university right in here in Beijing.、Um, and then we, I was part of the chief adjudicators team, where we we are a team of five, six people from different countries, and we come up with debate to-、uh, debate motions,、uh, debate topics for debaters together. Um, and in my team, there was this、uh, Singaporean friend, which is actually a very good friend of mine. And then he named this debate、uh, topic、uh, relating to Taiwan's independence.、Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a you know a very sensitive topic in in China, and especially we are in Beijing. So we didn't know that. I actually asked. The、um, organizer of the tournament. Oh, is there censorship? Should we be aware of that? And he's ah,、oh, no worries, fine. It's handled. I'm like okay, sure. So I mean, I I have no 
reason to go against it, right?、Mm. So that was a tournament. So that was a motion that was set, and then pe- deb- all debaters are discuss are debating on that topic. And then accidentally, there was this this room with two girls. They're a team, and then they kind of lost that game. They 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 ranked really poorly.、Um, and not only that,、uh, one of the girls she felt really offended because she felt like the fact that she's on one of the side of the to- of the uh, debate uh, kind of means that we are forcing her to defend Taiwan's independence.、Uh, But it's actually not that.、Um, I mean, you have many creative ways to defend and、um, defend emotion, of course. But she kind of thought that it was like a coerced choice that she has to debate in that way. So、mm. she's defeated. She's like humiliated, <laughs> and she felt really bad. So she reported the police. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So、oh、she she she called the police, and and and、uh, so we didn't know. Somebody told us. Oh, okay. So apparently somebody reported the police about this issue, and they kind of framed it in a very bad way. You know, we are actually just a tournament. We're helping debaters, helping students to debate、mm-hmm. in English. But in fact, you know, when they report to police, okay, there's an illegal gathering with foreigners where they're talking about Taiwan's independence. The, So that sounded really bad, right?、Um, so then police were very alerted. They they sent people immediately to find us.、Um, so the second day, as a result, they dismissed the tournament.、Um, it was only the second day in the tournament where we were supposed to have、uh, at least three four days.、Mm-hmm. So it was dismissed. So、uh, the school kicked us out out too. Uh, it、wow. was actually very dramatic,、um, and they were kind of like looking for me too because I was the only Chinese people in Chinese person in the、uh, chief adjudicator's team.、Oh. I mean, luckily it was not a problem.、Um, I mean, I, I ultimately I didn't name name the motion, right?、Mm. Um, but then the funny thing is, after the tournament was. Uh, dismissed. We were like, oh damn, you know, th- so many people fly in, f- flew in China just for this. We can't just let it let it go like that.、Mm. So we actually、um, continued the tournament in the hotel. <laughs> so,、uh, so because we hosted. Um, two, three hundreds of debaters from across Asia. I mean, we can't just be like, "Hey, guys, you know, go back. You know, we, it's very sensitive here. Bye." We can't do that, right?、Mm. So,、uh, I mean, we booked ho- participants in the same hotel. It's a very big hotel. So then we negotiated with the hotel. The hotel actually led us to continue the tournaments and the left rounds in the debate、um, in the hotel. <laughs> so we then、oh. we used debate room、uh, hotel rooms as debating venues. It's really weird. Trust me, it's really weird. But、uh, we managed to do it, and we finished the tournament. There were winners. There were awards given out, and people are giving speeches.、Um, that was a really memorable experience. Yeah, and interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah. A- any consequences? No, no, no. I'd, okay. I'd say I'd、okay. say it's a misunderstanding to be honest. Right. Yeah,、um, yeah, yeah. Because first of all, you know, we are not forcing people to to deliver,、mm. and, and second.、Uh, I I think it was a girl that is reporting because she's kind of emotionally frustrated by、mm. her loss too. So she kind of framed it in a very different way when she was reporting. So after some clear communications, it was of course settled.、Um, but but that also kind of warned us, kind of alerted us that later on when I did tournaments, I always kind of、uh, make sure that <laughs> I'm really cautious when I'm setting up motions. Right. Make sure、yeah. everything is politically correct. Yeah, we、here. have to make sure the debating circuit is is kept. Um, you know, keep going on in China. We have to make、right. sure people can still、yeah. debate. So have to be really, really cautious about it. Wow. Yeah. Well, I have one last question. I wanted to ask you: How do you feel debating has benefited your professional career? 
Right. Um, I'd say when I started debating, I'm like, oh my god, you know, th- this is really cool. I learned so many different things. Language is a is an incredible tool for me to get exposed to a lot other things. Mm. So then I became dissatisfied just become like just stay as an interpreter. Of course, it's an amazing career. You know, it's like the art of language. It's like being a bridge in communications. It's really fantastic. But then, because I was exposed to so many different things, I'm like, oh, I really wanted to, you know, do it very differently. I really wanted to be using it a tool to expose me to a bigger world. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to get into business. Um, right. So then I had that thought. But debating really helped. As in, um, you know, in fact, I'm like a former colleague of Jing Jing and Ya Jun uh, in a British uh, advisor uh, advisory firm. Um, so it helped. It actually helped me to get that job. Because debating helped me to perform relatively well in uh, in interviews, uh, that's number one. And um, I guess the way I organize my thoughts would kind of also distinguish me among my peers. Uh, I think my mentor was just telling me how I did really well in the written test too. But the written test is where you know you organize your thoughts on some issues mm-hmm. and like with clear logic. So I think that that really helped a lot. So that helped me get the job that I think otherwise I wouldn't be getting. First of all, and second of all, um, the fact that you know I always keep myself informed on what's going on also helps a lot. Mm-hmm. It helps me to always have a view, especially when my projects sometimes are actually related to you know um, diplomatic relations of China. I've done projects with um, you know multinational firms entering China, Chinese from uh, going to the states, um, and that understanding of you know um, the basic environment, uh, basic uh, trade relations stuff like that really helped me to always have a view as a young person. Uh, so I guess that's really helpful. And and lastly will be you know in meetings when you are able to as a young person kind of organize your thoughts confidently um, in a logical manner. That mm-hmm. really um, differentiates you too. So, yeah, yeah and, 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 and on a larger scale, I'd say because of, um, I say, you know, when you enter university, you study one major, you're kind of like, I'm, I'm not saying restricted, but you only hang out with people with similar paths mm-hmm. as you do. Um, but I think debating kind of gave me the opportunity that I'm basically exposed to so many other people with many different paths. So that's really nice because you know, even this year when I'm applying to business school in the States, it was kind of inspired by my really good Indian friend because she's applying to a business school this year. She's like, oh, Liza, you know, you're so into business. Like, let's do it together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, if otherwise I'm always in the language crowd or I'm, I'm only in my small crowd that everyone has similar paths, I wouldn't be thinking about all those other options that I could be doing. Um, so I guess that's really nice. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure I, debating is not the only way, but it's, it's it helped me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think actually that's really amazing mm-hmm. because I, I feel, you know, um, creative thinking is something like mm-hmm. a lot of Chinese professionals, Chinese students and professionals really lack of. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because that's just not our culture. Mm-hmm. We are taught in school that we have to obey the authorities, either mm-hmm. our teachers or our family then there's no logical training, no uh, training about how to explain your argument, how mm-hmm. to explain your thoughts. I think that's something, I mean, took me a long, ter- long time to mm-hmm. train that and to cultivate that. Um, and it, for, for me personally, it was a really um, painful process. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, you're, you're really lucky, you know. Yeah, I, I guess it's equally painful for everyone, but I guess mm. the betting is just, it's so intense. Right, um. yeah, so, yeah, shortened the, the yeah, time yeah, yeah. period. <laughs> yeah, for me, it took me many, many years mm. to gradually realize that I really need to get that, that kind of steel to make sure I can keep ahead in, in the professional world. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so I guess that that's why I because I really believe in how debating has changed my life. Mm. Um, so I am very committed to you know even when I'm working, I'm very committed to keep keep spreading this value to other people if possible. You know, I'm taking up um, some uh, training courses in some universities in in Beijing, um, so that I could I could be there and tell them, okay, um, you want to do very different things and you want to experience very different things. You should you should start debating. You should start to think very differently. Um, so I guess it's a good thing that the organization right now I'm doing is um, I'm hoping to keep running it, um, not saying forever, but, you know, may- maybe have the continuity even when I'm out of China. Um, so, I, yeah, to really help more Chinese people uh, get exposed to this opportunity um, and become someone who, yeah, who can think critically <laughs> and get a greater exposure than they originally have. Yes. Great work. Yes. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Lisa, for sharing your amazing experience with us. And uh, thank you for joining the show. Thanks. No, my, my honor, really. Yeah, thank you for sharing the story. And you did a great work. I think a lot of uh, you know students or even professionals in China really need this kind of environment to cultivate their critical thinking, mm-hmm. um, their logical skill, and of course, their English. Yeah, it's, it's a long way to go, but you know, yeah, we'll work yeah, on this. <laughs> Thank Hello. you so much. <laughs>